Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Um, So this episode today is all about yarrow and I know I say this every week and maybe several times an episode but yarrow is definitely one of my favourite plants just so many amazing medicinal qualities and so much kind of like rich history of traditional use. So I really hope you learn something and that you enjoy it. In terms of some little kind of solidarity updates, a few more people have been sent to prison from Bristol. These are people that were on the Kill the Bill demonstration last March 2021 that I've that I've mentioned before who were yeah out on the streets protesting the new legislation and also the murder of Sarah Everard by a police officer and yeah two people got sentenced to prison for violent disorder Toph and Tyler as new prisoners like it's just it makes a world of difference to receive post like I cannot describe that feeling of just like that first little bundle of posts coming to you and knowing that people have your back and that they care about you and that you're not alone. I think the first days in prison are some of the hardest, like the biggest kind of culture shock. And, you know, also like some of the most traumatic, like being in induction, you're not unlocked very often. So you're really doing like 23 hours a day most of the time. And yeah, it's pretty intense, like change of reality. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to their names and addresses and their prisoner numbers and things. You can just write them a normal card. You can write them a letter. You can also use this amazing tool called email a prisoner or things like moonpig.com or funky pigeon. Like they generally get in quite easily as well those kind of like corporate printed cards so yeah if you can take a moment to do that that would be amazing Um, I'm also going to be releasing a second episode this week reading an article about like the revolutionary potential of the prisoner class that's just come out in a, a magazine I contributed to called Bulldozer which is all about prison abolition produced by friends in the incarcerated workers organizing committee in Ireland so yeah, so look out for that. But in the meantime, enjoy this this piece about Yarrow. And um, yeah, once again, like plug again for Ukraine Herbal Solidarity. You know, like the winter is coming in Ukraine and Russia are targeting the energy infrastructure. So huge amounts of people are without heating. It's really fucking dire, the situation. And yeah. Um, We're going to be launching an Instagram account really soon and we're going to be able to share like more photos of our medicines being received in Ukraine and testimonials and like, yeah, different things to kind of like document like the impact of the project. So look out for that. I will definitely share it on my Instagram. Yeah, again, a little plea for reviews. Uh, Please don't be shy. But yeah, yeah. See you next week. Okay, Yarrow, I can't believe I'm doing this for a third time when I've said that every plant will be my favourite, but honestly, Yarrow is like, yeah, definitely top three. Um, But yeah, I'm just thinking now there's also Rose, so yeah, maybe it's going to have to be top five. Okay, Yarrow, Latin name, Achillea millifolium. Plant family is the daisy family, the Asteraceae family. Identification. Yarrow has narrow, darkish green leaves, deeply and intricately cut into short, very thin lobes. The main lobes divided further into smaller ones, two pinnate, which themselves can be divided, three pinnate or twos. The leaves look like feathers. The short, closely spaced lobes means that the leaf as a whole is narrower and with a clearer outline. 
Stems are quite stiff with dense branched heads of white of small white or pale pink flowers in summer or autumn. Other species. There is a vague similarity with wild carrot, Dorcas carota, carota. When foraging, however, yarrow is very distinct. I know wild carrot has like a little dot in the middle, um, and yarrow doesn't. You can like you know you can look that up online, like Google it very easily. Folk names in English: soldiers, woundwort, herb militaris, bloodwort, sanguinary, staunchweed, devil's nettle, devil's plaything, old man's pepper, nosebleed, carpenter's weed, life medicine, milfoil, all heal, squirrel's tail, nosebleed, my favourite, bad man's plaything, which felt appropriate for a prisoner's herbal book. Knight's Millfoil, Seven Years Love, Yarraway, English, Munns Kinning, um, Carpenter's Grass, Thousand Leaf, Noble Yarrow, Thousand Seal, Dog Daisy, Field Hop, Little Feather, Warrior Plant. Millifolium in Latin means a thousand leaves. Achillea comes from the story of Achilles, who used the herb to staunch the blood of soldiers wounded in battle. Chemical Constituents Okay, here we go. This section again. If you've listened to my other podcasts with these profiles, you'll know that this is like my most dreaded section where I can't pronounce everything because of my dyslexia and not being familiar with the words. So enjoy having a laugh. Um, Okay, chemical constituents. 5% essential oil, including alpha and beta pinones, borneol, borneol acetate, borneone, carophylline, Farnesine, linalool, myosine, sabian, salicylic acid, isovalerianic acid, terpineol, sesquiquercetine, lactones, chemazuline, um, thujone, flavonoids, abigenin, lutoline, quercetin, and their glycosides, artemetin, castasin, rutin, and others. Tannins, bitter glycoalkaloid, alkaline, beta betonacine, Stachydrine, acacian, mosetine, trigoline, etc. Miscellaneous, acetylenes, aldehydes, cytosols, plant acids, resins, achylic acid, asparagines, choline, polycytolines, coumarins, tripotines, cyanogenic glycosides. Woo! I am not becoming a plant chemistry teacher anytime soon. Okay, food and nutrition. Yarrow has been used to brew beer, as tobacco, and in salads and soups. Herbalist Mark Pedersen's nutritional profile of yarrow shows it is very high in chromium and tin, high in ash, fat, potassium, riboflavin, selenium, thiamine, and vitamin C. Ecological role. Yarrow can be found on dry to moist, neutral, basic, or mildly acidic soils, in unimproved or semi-improved grasslands, in lowlands and uplands, also on sand dunes and disturbed ground. Is fantastic for insects, attracting bees, wasps, moths, butterflies, flies and beetles. Medicinal herb farmers Jeff and Melanie Carpenter write that growers can take advantage of Yarrow's incredible insectary power by planting it in proximity to other plants that are prone to damage from herbivorous insects or diseases that they carry with them. Cultivation. The carpenters plant Yarrow at 12 inch spaces in rows 14 inches apart with three rows in a bed. Yarrow will soon create a dense carpet over the soil. They are generally harvested in the early stages of flowering. Energetics. Temperature cooling, moisture dry, tissue states, um, heat excitation, damp stagnation and damp relaxation, and taste, bitter, pungent, astringent. 
herbal actions, anti-inflammatory, anti-hemorrhagic, antipyretic, antiseptic, especially for the urinary system, antispasmodic, astringent, amenagogue, diaphoretic, diuretic, hemostatic, hypertensive, amphoteric for blood pressure, spasmolytic, styptic and a vasodilator. Health challenges supported by yarrow. Bleeding, wound care and first aid. Yarrow is potentially the most famous wound herb due to its styptic action of stopping bleeding internally and externally from small cuts to internal bleeding and hemorrhage. One of Yarrow's folk names is nosebleed because it's traditionally been used during nosebleeds where where people simply roll up some fresh leaves and stuff it up their noses. This is a real um, charmer if you're ever doing a herbal workshop. Um, It's pretty funny seeing someone put it up their nose. It actually does hurt a little bit. Anyway, um, you can also simply chew fresh leaves and apply to a wound. Yarrow is powerful for all stages of the wound healing process, from being a styptic, stopping bleeding, to increasing circulation, whereby blood and necessary immunity actors are moved to a wounded area, to proliferation and granulation when new tissue starts to form. If you don't have any fresh yarrow, you can use dried yarrow that is rehydrated with water. Don't use powders directly on a wound. And and I think, like, sorry, there's... Um, I'm going to do a podcast about wound care, but there is like some exceptions to that. Like if a wound is like incredibly um, damp, you might use like Scutellaria bacalensis um, to help kind of dry that out, for example. But it will be like a very refined powder um, and not kind of like directly a yarrow powder. Um, Anyway, I'll do another detailed thing all about this. But this is just, you know, it's just for people in prison. It's meant to be like a very basic introduction Okay, for example, you can make it into a poultice or soak a cloth in a tea. It is also great to wash a wound with yarrow tea. Herbalist Sage Popham describes, so making a tea of yarrow leaf and or flour strained can be great to soak and soften a wound, aiding in clearing out debris, disinfecting it, reducing excess inflammation and pain, and help with the regeneration of new cellular growth. Bleeding gums. Yarrow tea swished around in your mouth will have an antimicrobial action, will stop the bleeding right away and prevent infection. Herbalist Michael Moore also says that fruing, fruing? chewing the fresh root or applying the tincture topically after a tooth extraction really helps. Colds, flu and fevers. For years, I would intuitively combine yarrow, elderflower and mint every time I was developing a cold. I was then nicely surprised as I found it referenced as a combination with a long traditional use. I usually just add the dried herbs together with hot water to steep and then strain. Yarrow is a diaphoretic and helps the body to sweat and do what it needs to do to fight an infection rather than suppressing it. Sager says, Yarrow is a critical remedy for colds and fevers, especially when someone feels nauseous and experiences periodic fever. Further adding, I think yarrow is one of the the most dynamic remedies for treatment of acute infection with a broad range of application, respiratory, urinary, digestive blood, circulatory, fever, topical, etc. Fungal and microbial infections. Sager writes that yarrow is full of aromatic, volatile oils that display antimicrobial and antifungal actions, both topically and internally. This is in combination with its diaphoretic property. This, in combination with its diaphoretic property, makes it useful in a wide variety of pathogenic infections, both systemically and locally especially for infected wounds in combination with its vulnerary property. Menstruation. Yarrow is an amenagogue, which means it promotes menstrual flow. It does this in part by stimulating circulation of the blood in the pelvis. It is also a menstrual regulator through this action, and by clearing the liver with its bitter taste, so supporting hormonal balance in the body. 
Amazingly, yarrow can also be used not just to promote menstruation, but to reduce it, acting intelligently to support the body. Julie and Matthew Seal write, The special ability to both stop bleeding and break up stagnant blood makes yarrow a valuable menstrual remedy. It will correct both heavy and suppressed periods and will normalise blood flow if there is clotting. It is used to treat abnormally heavy bleeding as well as vaginal leucorrhea, whitish or yellowish discharge. Digestive system. Sager states how yarrow has an affinity for the liver, spleen, stomach and works specifically for hepatic portal vein congestion of the body. This is predominantly through both its bitter and carminative properties. Yarrow promotes secretions, alleviating and dispersing tension held in the gut, moving out stagnation, cooling heat and stimulating digestion. He also adds, Yarrow will be helpful when someone has had chronic relaxation of the bowels, like diarrhoea, as the tissues don't have enough tonal quality to hold in fluids in the stool. Drinking yarrow tea can be useful for cooling conditions such as leaky gut syndrome, symbiosis, irritation of the intestines and bacterial infections, as yarrow's virtues all work to improve the integrity of the tissues. Yarrow is also antimicrobial against Shigella bacteria. Joint inflammation. Yarrow is not only powerful for inflammation in wounds, but also longer-term conditions. Michael Moore describes how yarrow can be used for joint inflammations caused by rheumatoid arthritis and other low-level autoimmune or allergic conditions that settle in the joints. Urinary infections. Yarrow is useful for urinary infections, UTIs, that cause painful burning urination. It can kill bacteria while simultaneously toning tissues. It also has the diaphoretic properties that help the body respond to all manner of infections. Herbalist Stephen Howard Booner's book includes research that shows how the compounds in yarrow have proven effective against a number of organisms that are associated with UTIs, including Candida albicans, um, E. coli and Streptococcus fecalis. Yarrow is also useful for people experiencing urinary difficulties from a swollen prostate. For circulatory conditions, Yarrow has an incredible affinity for the blood and can be used to treat conditions such as varicose veins, hypertension, hypotension and thrombosis. Sager describes Yarrow's actions on the blood. Yarrow is used effectively to tone the blood vessels in the peripheral capillaries and veins. Paradoxically, it not only tones and astringes but also acts as a vasodilator, opening up the vessels and allows for more blood to move through the system, thus bringing more nutrients and oxygen to areas that may be lacking. Hemorrhoids Yarrow has a traditional use for hemorrhoids due to its astringency. Sager says the astringency from the tannins make it excellent both internally and externally as it will tighten up the tissue, stop the bleeding, reduce inflammation and pain and shrink the hemorrhoid itself. It can be added to a sitz bath and also be used internally. If all these incredible medicinal uses aren't enough, yarrow is also known in folk medicine as a tool for love divination. Nigel G. Pearson writes how if yarrow would be wrapped in a flannel sachet and placed under a pillow at night, then that person will dream of their future lover. Yarrow was also hung over newborn babies as a form of protection magic. Elizabeth Brooke describes it as a herb for those fighting injustice, with yarrow as protective battle armour. Yarrow stalks are also used in the Chinese I Ching divination. Cautions. Yarrow is not recommended for people who are pregnant because of its amenagogue action. Yarrow can cause skin reactions in some people and in large doses can cause headaches. It also decreases drug absorption because of its ability to increase gut motility. How to practically use yarrow in prison. Where you might find yarrow. I found yarrow in the graveled areas of prison paths, especially in the areas further out between fences. It was also up against the curbs in any cracks it could find.
Fresh leaf, cuts and wounds. Chew up a leaf and then place directly on the cut. See also the dedicated wound section. That's like a later part of the book. Nosebleeds, roll up fresh leaves and put up the nose until the bleeding stops. Bleeding gums, make a tea with the fresh leaf and or flowers and then swish it around your mouth. Colds, flu, fevers, add yarrow leaves and or flowers to hot water and leave to infuse and strain it, but make sure you drink it while it is still hot. It will help you sweat out a fever, so don't be alarmed if you sweat more or feel hotter. Keep making and drinking the tea every few hours until you feel better. Periods. You can drink yarrow tea to help bring on your period. If your period is very heavy, you can drink yarrow tea to help normalise the flow. If you have vaginal discharge, you can also drink yarrow tea regularly to help clear up any infection and tone yourself down below. Gut issues such as leaky gut, irritable bowel and so forth. Drink yarrow tea regularly. For diarrhoea, drink yarrow tea. Painful burning urination and urinary tract infections, drink strong yarrow tea. Swollen prostate, drink yarrow tea. Hemorrhoids, you can make a sitz bath. This is where you fill a container with water large enough to place your butt in if you can get hold of one of those. So like the same size as a washing up bowl ideally, but obviously in prison you'll have to improvise. Make a strong yarrow infusion slash tea and add to the warm water and then sit in it for 20 minutes. If you can't make a sitz bath, you could also just add fresh or dried yarrow to a normal bath. Or don't fill the bath completely full, but enough to cover your backside. You can also help recover from hemorrhoids by drinking yarrow tea internally for a number of weeks. Joint pain, drink yarrow tea. Varicose veins, hypertension, hypotension and thrombosis, drink yarrow tea. Toothache, while I don't suggest digging up the roots if there are limited plants available, if there is an ambulance, if there is an abundance, hopefully not an ambulance, you can use the fresh root for toothache by directly chewing it. And I know I'm like reading these chapters like individually, but there's there's kind of more content in the book explaining why you should always seek kind of appropriate medical care. Um, and these are just kind of like useful tools and tricks while you're in prison. But obviously in prison, you should still try and seek healthcare, you know, especially if you're, for example, bleeding from down below. Thanks so much for listening to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.